0: Daddy, we left the train captain in the field. like Champions League. we a a
1: the come a Cool, good. And five, four, three, two. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode Corner Flock Talk podcast. As always, here with my uh, best friend who's unnecessarily far away from me. What's he? Was he good, my guy? Yeah, no idea.
0: It, it, it had something about this week, this week of football, uh, just a very Erlen Holland less football week. Mm. Was they able was to was enjoy the other strikers around the league?
1: Correct, correct. Well, actually, since you bring that up, <laughs> right? We could probably talk about Man City for the you know, Because yeah. that is obviously gonna be a big talking point, right? That was two games. Well, I know he start. Did he start? He did start against Severe uh, against Dortmund, right? But he came off with yeah. a foot injury. Uh well, obviously he didn't start this weekend. That was a draw, one win, um, from a KDB free kick. So, therefore. I should ask then, are you worried with uh, your side being Haalandless? Not right now, because I know that Pep says that, you know, it's a day to day thing. So, more than likely, even if you don't play midweek in a game that don't really matter to all the clubs, all in the top of the group, but if you all go another game, or maybe later on in the season, he misses a few games. Are you worried about being Haalandless?
0: All right, well, yeah, from going into that and actually actually looking at, at how the team is set out i feel like when Holland is there when you have the likes of food on one side and even sometimes too, when when jack is when jack is on, on the other side you you could see that they get the best they get the best out of having that number nine that number nine up front have it, and have it the big target man Holland. whereas the Bruyne could could drop in deep the De Bruyne could you know do his little trade his little trade macros and in, into the box I know, for, yeah. I know Foden, Foden, would also also be there. Foden would be like the I would say the right hand man who, who, will be, been, yeah. Yeah, who will be getting us, getting us the goals. Mm-hmm. Looking at from looking from this game, I can't really say too much of this game, honestly. Because I felt like there was a there's a bit little lack of aggression in that lineup. Don't get me wrong, I understand Bernardo Silva is a is a very amazing technical player. But putting them mm. but putting them out wide with the likes of... Alvarez, who is basically more of like there for like his work rate, similar to how Gabriel was was used in this, in this squad. It's very diff. It's very difficult to you know. It's very difficult to, to, to find the goal when there's when it's not a target man there. You really have that that mean that miss missing when Harlan's mm. not there. Mm. So I feel like I feel like don't get me wrong. I feel like if 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 Harlan is is out and Pep has to play like a a, a strong lineup. Minus Haaland. I feel like they could get the best out of having, um, having Julian on top. But as I say, in the long term, Haaland just makes that job easy. Just having Haaland there. yeah, yeah. Haaland's presence. It, it's only from games like this where Haaland not there, you realize how a big a big drastic change is not having Haaland up there. Hmm. Haaland's yeah. presence is just command the box, whether it be in the air or the ground. Players, Haaland's movement is just elite and you could see you could see that the side would miss him
1: yeah totally agree man and i i, I rate alvarez very highly i think mm. that he is going to be a fantastic player i mean you can't help but the comparisons to sergio Agüero, right but i think like when you watch what harlan brings and the, the style of striker that he is it is different to alvarez and therefore <clears throat> i don't think it is as simple as oh well Haaland is out we'll just put in alvarez and it's gonna be no problem you know, yeah. I think that there's things that Haaland brings to his game that obviously makes him elite, that makes him world class. And while Alvarez may have potential to become that one day, he just isn't that right now. Now, obviously I am in this unique position this season where mm-hmm. I would want Man City to drop point as much as possible. Um because obviously we are in a title race with you all, right? And yeah, well that's so <laughs> weird to say still. So. It is, eh? Well, I mean it's so weird. I mean, look, we start this pod in 2017 and <laughs> I, I don't, I thought <laughs> I remember when I am reading this, though, and <clears throat> I, I would have obviously, would have liked to think that at some point, we'd have been a tighter race, but after going so much years of recording and not actually being <coughs> excuse, in a tighter race, it feels weird, especially one that has become a two-horse race, because with all your respect to the other sides that are fighting for top four, and you know, even though Liverpool aren't up there right now, you would have still expected that coming into the season, you know, Chelsea being who they are should be in and around there, and then obviously Liverpool. And now it's gone from you're saying, <coughs> oh, Man City and Liverpool they compete with the title, week in, week out, mm-hmm. and you have Arsenal hanging around to it being now it's Arsenal who are currently leading Man City. Despite City being favorites and it's between the two of them. And that's a very unique position for me. Because, I mean, I've been an Arsenal fan now about 13 years. And, like, not once I could say, like, I mean, maybe 20... Okay, no, I'll, I am lying. 2016, I did think that we could have won the title. That was the year Leicester won it. And oh. I remember when Ozil now came in, um, we was on top of the table from, like, September till January or something like that. But that team is so much different to this team. I think like we were just more dependent on individuals than now. But yeah, unique position. Um, with respect to the game itself, well, it was brilliant from De Bruyne. That was a phenomenally good free kick. Um, but <clears throat> even without Haaland being there, with Leicester, with their defensive deficiencies, and I know they've kept some cleans this week, this um, this past month, sorry, but the underlying numbers are like terrible. You mm-hmm. would have still expected Man City to score. You know, some more, And then when you think about that, it took a free kick for them to get a go-ahead goal. You wonder if like it could be a little bit concerning. because because just to just show this out there, that goal that you all scored there is only the second game y'all have scored in in the last five. Because true, it was it was nil against Dortmund. It was nil, nil against was, was he fourth-sided in all the group? Yeah, um, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. It was a 1-0 loss to Liverpool. And then, obviously, the 3-1 against Brighton. So, there's only the second game in five that you have scored. Are you worried, then, that is there so much focus on Haaland scoring that there might not be goals elsewhere in the side 3 consistently?
0: Well, look, this one, we, this one we, we started to talk about the, the, the other players that, you know, the, that below Holland in the list when it comes to the goal scorers. These are these what is the issues that come comes in for those players, they not really they honestly not really stepping up. Uh, aside from from, from Foden, I, I would I would say. But looking at the likes of Maris, this season, Maris is not looking is not looking That's like more, peak Maris um, that, that that we know from last season and <laughs> Champions League and and the previous season in Champions League. And also this is when you know all bias goes out the window and you really have to look at a player like grealish who is one of pep's favorites who is constantly in the 11.
1: yeah he
0: yeah. Is, he is the second one he is the second one after maris that i feel you have to look look to to contribute towards the goals yeah you know he yeah had, he had the likes of the brown who, who could do who could pull like magic out of, out of nothing in like set pieces or whatnot You <laughs> also yeah. likes to have a like second one but we looking at the players foot up the pitch these are the moments where they need where they need to shine. And not and not just as saying like they need to take any opportunity, like if you know they need to break, need to boost onto the scene. That's the job right now in this team. Like right. even before All before right. Haaland was here. That was yeah. the job that they really want That that the yeah. team to, to get the goals. So as I was saying, yeah, like I understand right now you could say Mans is becoming a little too dependent on Haaland. Because for teams for teams and teams know that if you can't stop Harlan, you might you'll have to stop the supply to Haaland. And when you and when mm-hmm. you're stopping the your supply to Harlan, you need these other players now that could pop up on, uh, and get the goals when, yeah. when Harlan yeah. can.
1: Yeah, totally I agree. Man City did go top for one day. Yeah. Um <clears throat> But you know they had to get comfortable being second because mm-hmm. they can't stay there for the rest of the season. Um a dog actually, I should have just probably noticed off the top of my head now. Check her out for us, so. When it is we actually play in all because obviously this fixture got postponed, and I know they're looking to put the next one in January, at least they're potentially looking at that. Um, but at least the official one is in Wednesday. Wow, that's terrible! So we play in all on Wednesday, April the 26th, which I know we play Chelsea the 29th, which I hate because. I that's our my birthday obviously, and you know well actually, I should not say I hate them because f- to be fair, we have a generally a good record when we play around my birthday and like I, I i i could be so wrong, probably like once, but we don't generally lose around that time, so yeah, boy that's a very sealed it. but it really would be interesting seeing us go against each other because of the quality that was on display, like um, only once in the league so far, we've actually been beaten on actually. Our underlying numbers is great. Um, We went through the whole of October with a record of nine Premier League games, I think, that was played. And it was 7-1-1 or something. Sorry. In all competitions, our record is 7-1-1. Man City's one is 6-2-1. You know, like, the levels between the two sides are very much comparable. I like how we used to look forward Mm -hmm. to Manchester City versus Liverpool. And even when it was draws, it used to be... So intense and so captivating because of the quality on display. And obviously, there's some bias involved in seeing this. I'm really hoping that when we do clash against one another, that it is something representing that level of quality again. Mm-hmm. Looking forward sure. now, um, do we talk about the Arsenal? Yeah, I mean, we could. Um, so, Arsenal won 5 0. I guess we leave any big ones for a little later on. Well, Arsenal won 5 nil. It was actually our biggest home victory since Arsenal Wenger's last. Um, home game as Arsenal coach, and look, I, I said this leading up to this. I said this even leading up to Southampton, and I still stand by it even then, that somebody was due to hold five goals from a suit, you know, and that is not with any bias. That is what we're looking at our numbers, you know, we were creating at a really, really good rate. Leads game aside, and we weren't finishing on part of what our XG was creating against PSV. It was something like three, actually. Even when we lost, we beat them on, actually. Southampton was two-point-something, actually. I was saying, look, somebody is doing it. And when you put it in the context, the last few games that we've had, um, this uh, our last four out of five games was away from home. Three of them was away in Europa League, which obviously involves intense tra- Sorry, two was away in Europa League, which involves intense travel. Uh, and then we had Southampton away, Leeds away. And I think the conditions was set at home this weekend that he had a, Somebody was going to get, and what better team than the team that is currently last in the table, that has some cohesion problems, and some players really needed to put some goals behind their names this week. Uh Martin, he got his fourth for the season after a really good start, and Odegaard, who everybody who listens to this know that I am one of his biggest critics, right, had a really good game again. And to be fair, I take like even the games that I felt critical about him stepping back from him a little bit. And stepping back from, you know, the emotions involving games, I think even in those games, he was still really good. He was still about a 6.5 or 7 out of 10. And for so, and I a the reason I'm so critical about what is that I think at his best, he is one of the best midfielders in the league. You know? Mm-hmm. And then obviously yeah. when Arsenal go on to Champions League next year, um, would be in the conversation for being one of the best creators in the world you know, and not just in terms of creating chances for others to score directly from him, but his ability to, to break the blocks though. Like, Like, I actually take games now, if teams sit down deep against us, he enjoys that so much, you know, with his ability to unlock teams, bro. Um, he is a genuine, genuine joy to watch. He got a really nice goal today because um, he doesn't actually get a score sheet that often, but his ability to dictate our entire play, like he came off against Leeds, Last week. No, sorry. It's time then last week. And I think that was a big mistake by Arteta because our entire flow got disrupted from that. You know, game was good. Biggest concern coming out of the game. Obviously, that soccer came off injured. However, um, we obviously recorded this in the evening. Atata's comments were more or less encouraging that it is not that bad. I fully expect not to see in midweek, but I, at this moment in time, do 100% expect to see him against Chelsea in Stamford Bridge next. Um, what are you feeling about Arsenal right now, bro? Uh,
0: nah, honestly, with Arsenal, the one thing with with, with Arsenal that that, that I'll say that would be different from Man City is that just looking at the team on a whole, I you I, just, I just rightly say a lot of it's a lot of players who who needed goals behind the name and, uh, and from this game, everyone really popped up and contributed. Because we talk you talk about, about Odegaard. Again, I, I always would, used to look at Odegaard and be like, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Odegaard. Just from from you know all his loan spells he used to have have at uh, his time at Madrid. Mm. You see that okay, he you know he there is a there is a quality player in Odegaard that you know I feel like only only with time you're going to see just the best of him. I mean, we've talked many times about about soccer. We talked, we, you know, this season, we've seen a lot more for Martinelli. We've seen a player that he could be. Yeah, Gabriel on top. But not just just talking about those those um just the the front four. It's even down to like Arsenal's midfield. You're seeing mm. you're seeing them contributing with the play. you are seeing Jacques making those runs. you are seeing, look, 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 that's like what well, party party was second screamer, second screamer, he um he he scored. And even, even even going back, even going back earlier earlier into the season, you're seeing defense popping up with goals or whatnot. I just honestly, yeah, you, you can see this whole Arsenal side. Like dog, just, as
1: you say that, dog, I am yeah. actually so surprised that our set of us haven't scored in a little while in you know? it. Because our set pieces tend to be so good, dog. And, like we really intimidate people because, like, dog, I like we are a pretty uh, dog. This is like so mind blowing compared to like the arsenal I started to support, right? Dog, because like, we're a big yeah. team, you know. Like, Saka is uh, over six feet. And he's one of these smaller men in the side, dog. He is also short, but he is so physical and, and combative in the way that he plays. And obviously, he's already scored some head as far as self, So it's not like that is something that he's opposed to. Um, yeah. Saliba, White, uh, Gabriel, Yasu, Party dog. We are, like, huge. <laughs> like, these men yeah. are actually massive, you know? Um, I was going to say something in you know, the um... Finish what you're saying now. Sorry to cut you off. It's just as you say that, I want to No, nah, nah.
0: But, but, but yeah, just just right now, looking at Arsenal on a whole, like, right now, I'll say from, from a City's fan perspective, Arsenal right now is just looking like a big nuisance, honestly. But from just, like, an unbiased point of view, just looking at Arsenal... As much as people, I mean, right now, people from the beginning of the season, nobody was expecting to see Arsenal in the position they are. Nobody was was expecting Arsenal to be in first and holding first for so long. Many people talk about, or oh, you, know, uh, you know, it is a matter of time right, for okay, Arsenal okay, to just drop yeah. off. Hmm. But honestly, just looking at Arsenal, just knowing everything they went through and just the road they take and the time they took, mm. yeah, I mean, you can't, you honestly have to see, I'd say, I say, Arsenal, Arsenal right to be up there, up there to to spend the place as a top four club.
1: The, The thing is though, so I would say up until two weeks ago, I still, and even now, do I think we are favorites? No. But I would say I have reason to believe now that we could win the league. And the reason is that I listened to this pod and they were asking some Arsenal, so, um, they asked our representative on the podcast how many places and how many matches are they fearful about. So they said visiting um Spurs because it's a derby. And, and what has happened yeah. is, you know, it's, it's a really hard game. um, and Field, the Man City games. um, And that is really it. It was like games like you're not confident that you should win. Right, that you mm-hmm. can't drop points in those, right? Mm-hmm. And the person then asks them, so then you're looking at two games against Man City, although um, I and even the Arsenal fans said that, you know, we I, we do think we are capable of at least beating City at home. Um, going away to, like we said, to Spurs and to Liverpool, you're looking at four, maybe five, maybe some random away ground that is hard for us so that are just slipping my mind right now. Newcastle, going to Newcastle is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. You're looking at five games over of the top of your head that you're worried about dropping points in. And if that's the expectation level you're setting in your head of five games of dropping points in. And dropping points don't have to be losses. It could be draws. Then you should believe that your side can't yeah. win the league. If you only think you drop points twice already this season, so five more is just seven. Mix up between losses and draws. You should be looking at a league. Level winning team. So I would say, after putting that into my perspective, I think we're capable. I think, obviously, like any other title winner in the past, any other Champions League winner, any other team avoiding relegation, any team that clinched top four on the last few days, you need variables to fall in your hand. You need something to play off in your favour. Whether it be Halland drop off in form, whether it be some random French player at Arsenal catch form and all of a sudden it's bargaining goals. Um, Oppositions doing well against um, the teams that you're fighting for the title. It'd be um, the teams that we are playing in, that they unfortunately have injuries or they're off form when we play them. It takes variables and I'm not saying no. Uh But I have a sense of belief now that you know what, dog. I have said this every single time on this podcast. Since we start this, when stars align, you take advantage of your moments. Though. And we have one here. We messed it up in 2015-16. Because as much as every neutral loves the story of Leicester, and, and as a neutral, I would like it too. But we had an opportunity there. The league was in flux. The league is in flux again this year. You know, Chelsea, we're going to get onto them just now. Liverpool, we're going to get onto to them just now. I don't read Spurs. And I've, mm-hmm. I've said that a million times. Why? United are rebuilding. The league is in flux. Take advantage of your moment because those windows come and they go. And they don't come back as fast as they go. Mm-hmm. True. So, we will see. I have a little proposition to put to you though. um We'll pull up the start here before I see it, right? Where did I send this? Where did I send this? Where did I send this? Right. So, in 2022 23 season so far, Fede Valverde has played 12 games, has 7 goals and assists. Leroy Sani has played 10 games, has 7 goals and assists. This is just league stats. Mo Salah has 12 games, 7 goals and assists. Ousmane Nembele has 12 games, 8 goals and assists. Ukayo Saka, in 12 games, has 9. He has more than every other one of those players who've been playing right-wing this season in the top five leagues. Is there a claim that on form of this current season that Bukayo Saka has a claim to be the best right-winger in the world? And I think there's a very real claim to that. I think there are players there that can hit some heights that are higher than him when they're on form. Especially Usman Dembele. I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Salah as well. He's proven that already. However... I think when you look at what he's done, and you look at how consistent he is, I think when you look at how high his floor is when he's not on form, I think he's been the best this season. And it is close. As I've just said in the stats, it has been close. But he is unplayable. Teams hate to mark him. And he has the consistency that, you don't worry about him losing the ball, you're always thinking he's going to do something. And... I don't know what else, what else to say. He's a big part of leading this title charge that we have going on right now. I think he has a claim to being the best right wing world right now. Okay. I, now, nah,
0: I, I honestly say, for, for soccer right now, when you have an when you have an conversation, if 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 you're, talk, if you're talking about top five, you ought to be in our conversation.
1: I think so, and I think. The only reason that other players would be above them, above him right now is based on pedigree, right? Based on what they've done in the yeah, past, yeah. right? And that's fair. If you want to talk yeah. about overall, not just this season, how it's gone, fair enough, he's top five, maybe top seven, because there's probably somebody else I'll I, I, I I'll yeah. leave it out, right? But this season, I think he's been the best. I think he's unplayable. I think he's undroppable. I think he goes into every single team in the world, except probably Liverpool. Because of what Salah has done. And you know what, dog, I think he's so good. They would change his system at Liverpool to fit him in. You know? But Salah more essentially yeah. something so to fit him in. Because well, you man. can't leave him out. He's so good you don't leave him out, bro. You know? Um, so yeah. Um, just slide up. I'll try my best right man, minute as fast as I could. Uh nice. Cool. So moving on, since we talk about some very mediocre teams already, we'll talk about them now. Um, Chelsea, Dog, that was hilarious. So, so I went out this weekend and I stayed nearby, brethren, up tongue, get up, corn, bead, whatever. And I get ready to leave actually dog. He's like, Dog, you gonna leave? I said, Yeah. He's like, How's Chelsea lose the tunnel, I say wait, what? <laughs> I was like, nah, that's not possible. Who is it? I feel sour because I kept a goal in my father's, you dog. Know. Chelsea lost 4 1 this week. And now the truth is, based on the balance of the game, both teams could have scored a lot more. And I think that's concerning. I think Chelsea's concerning on a whole. You know why? I think that I like a lot of what Bowley has done. He's been very happy to make calls because he wants to put his print on this club and, and make it that this is not Roma's club anymore. This is Bowley's club. Fair enough. Not saying no, right? However, the. He allowed Tuchel to oversee one of the most crazy windows that Chelsea have had in the longest while where they spend ridiculous amounts of money on players and positions that I I feel like they don't know how to get the most out of. And now we are in this position where I think think Potter is a victim of his own intelligence sometimes. Where I think he's tried too hard to big-brain things. You know, I, I think it's, it's not every week, but we need to see a new system. We need to see a new this, a new that. Players, players thrive off of consistency. Players thrive off of consistent lineups, partnerships, um, rhythms, that kind of stuff. And when you are constantly yeah. changing, your players will be a victim to that. And I think that's the case here. Like the only games that I can think of that Chelsea won and, and were convincing about it and, and deserve to win was the two games against AC Milan. And I will say that with the caveat that AC had men missing. We can't forget that. Calabria was missing. Teo was missing. Mainan was missing. That's three of your back five that was missing. You know? And I believe some men going forward was missing as well because I, I don't think... I think Giroud missed one of the yeah. games or Rebich, Rebich, Rebich was missing. So there is caveat to even that. You know? And yes, his undefeated start only ended this weekend, but there were signs to it. There are signs to it when you are coming out of games and your keeper is mine. match for back-to-back games. That is never a good sign. And yes, you can put your hand okay. out of the sand and you can say, hey, we're winning, we're undefeated, whatever. Then when losses come like this today and it is emphatic as it is, you want to know why. You can't put your head under the sand running no signs like this. Kai Havel had a lot of chances to score. He did score one. And even that came from some of a keeper blunder because he literally palmed it into his own net. But it is concerning. It is concerning. What's your thoughts on this game and then Chelsea any hold, would you? Okay, yeah, look, 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 look another game. I, I,
0: you're just seeing. Gotta give all credit, all credit to, to Brighton because, you know, from what, we, what we're talking about, you know, with the league being in flux. You're looking at teams like you're looking at teams like 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 Brighton, you're looking at teams like Newcastle, you look at teams mm. like Fulham. You're seeing these sides, you're seeing these sides now overachieving, and it it really refreshed to see honestly because from you seeing seeing right now the startup of that Brightness, they honestly look like look like a team that you know yeah from the structure they're going at, they could be taken as a, as a very serious a serious mid-table team honestly. So from this game, from them game, making the Amex their fortress that that they they've been doing been doing so so far this season. It would have been a bigger, a much better, like a sweeter victory for them, you know, with their with, you know the old manager coming back, Correct. you know, you old know, players from, coming back, old player coming back, you know, and for them and for them to win in the manner that they did, you know, is 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 big is big for Brighton. I feel like it's big for Brighton, honestly. These are games like games like when you're watching the Premier League, you know you you like to see No bias aside. you like to see see more moments, moments like this but going but going into um speaking going into speaking on Chelsea now hmm. Chelsea is honestly not at a position where you, where you would expect them to be hmm. which know what the new owner what the investments they made it very it, it seems like Chelsea have Chelsea are not performing at the level that you would expect them to to be. Look every 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 week. Well, I can't kind of to say every week. I to say every game when you see a, when you see your Chelsea line come out and you look at it, there is no consistency. It, it just feels like there's pieces all all over the place. You look at during the game, you could even see that you know some players really don't really. They seem like they really don't know what is this, what is this of ball they they they're trying to they trying to play. Like they really don't know what like what Chelsea trying to play at this point. But just keep it strictly on the front three. There is no consistency in the front three. They have they have games where you'll see Abamiang on the bench. he's still still on the bench. Don't get me wrong, that's moments where, where I find he still look good in this game, you know. He it had mm. many chance. He he had the colour. To, to yeah, yeah he, he created some good chances for like Connor to to, to, to um, you know, to finish off. But just looking at the Chelsea side, it's, like I just say there are no partnerships. there. there's no there's no real rhythm, no rhythm to the side. It just seems like players mm. going out there and one minute they might rely on they might try and rely on some players some individual individual skills. Sometimes two they might have some lucky moments, they might have some teams that already taking the chances against them. Mm. When you come up against a side like Brighton, that we speak about the unity in the side and they are actually a team, they actually have a style of play. Everyone we see and we, we see that how how much their their tactics and their and their structures change for the team.
1: Mm.
0: Yes, you understand why they were going going to a game like this. seen trust had popping up with goals. You seeing if being Kai and you seeing seen Griffin um, March, Pascal mm. Rob all them all them popping up all over the pitch and all them being at danger and and honestly look like Chelsea just they know one they did not know where to, they did not know where to look they don't know like where to like who to stop. Brighton, Brighton, honestly, we just run over to over Chelsea for this entire game.
1: Yeah, totally agree, man. And and the thing is with with Chelsea too is that I also like don't understand the big brainness to some extent now. Like I I think some of it is is so forced, you know, um, you know, like yeah, it's very forced. I, I I think like you can't bench Chilwell. Like I have been so serious. I don't think you can bench Chilwell. You know, I, I think he's one of the best wing backs, not just in the league, in the world, though. Like, I think, like, his attacking intelligence is fantastic, though. And if you want to talk about, if you're playing as a back four, and you want Cucurella as left back, then fair enough. But I don't think, like, the argument might be for starting a winger at wing back over Jill Welles because he adds more attacking. I don't think so. I, at least, I don't think... He adds to the point that is worth what the player would sacrifice in terms of like the ability to add defensively that and add more structure to the shape because he's accustomed playing there, you know. And then look at who you're playing wing back as well. Why are you playing Sterling at wing back? And you know, like people are gonna watch what is oh. going on with Sterling and, and use and use this Chelsea flux and turmoil uh, and the inconsistent season they have as an argument against Sterling. But People are forgetting that this is the same Sterling that played in the same system week in, week out. And while he's had his memorable moments or whatever, whatever, Pep trusted him every single year. No matter how bad his fall-off ever was at a given point, he trusted Sterling every single year. He trusted him to the point that he was out of form going into a UCL final and still started him. Mm-hmm. And you don't build that trust out for nothing. Sterling is not at the level that he wants to be at right now. And I agree. He is not... At the level of operating as a world-class player, but there is a world-class player there. You don't score 17 plus goals in three consecutive Premier League campaigns without being world-class. And you can say you can stick anybody to that city side and they get here. Yeah, that is not true. You know why that's not true? Look, Grealish can't do it, dog. I love Mahrez, dog, he can do it, dog. That is not easy to do. And there's a player there that is worth maximizing and you sticking them on the wing back. I don't agree with that. And he's now forced to create for others. Because, and these men are also not finishing. So what are you doing? Is is it so bad that a right-back injury has derailed your whole season? And with all the irrespective reshaves, who I think is a borderline, if not world-class, player dog. Still, that can't be the case. The whole reason that you kept RSP and the reason that you have this big squad is so that you can cope with things like this. Does That can't be good enough. Why? Is it um I know Koulibaly, I I think he's probably injured because he hasn't been in the um the lineups, even in the squad for a few games now, but you refuse to play him, you know? Why is it that you have to change your front three right through? I don't come around. I know he's mm-hmm. a new manager and you're learning players and whatnot, but the constant chop and change, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Players strive on consistency and making links. On building relationships on the pitch and auto- autonomous and that kind of stuff. So, I-, I think the Chelsea loss was deserved. I think it has been coming. Aston Villa have been one of the worst sides in the league and they made your keeper manly match. What does that say? What does that say? So, let us go. I know it's harder players are injured. I know Fofana is out injured, I know Kant is out injured. But with all due respect to everything that Kante has accomplished in his career, I don't even think you consider him in the squad anymore because of how injury prone he's become. And like, understand what I'm saying? is not a talent issue, eh? it's an availability issue. He is so injury prone at this point. It doesn't even make sense considering him in your squad going forward. Um, uh-huh. On Brighton, I think Brighton, based on how the season has gone, I know this is only the one under the Zerbi. But we've seen the signs that ha- it has been coming. I think they have a decent argument to try and have a good shot at getting into European football, based on how the season has yeah. gone. Even if it's Conference League, it has a brilliant achievement for a side like Brighton. Moving on to the next upset of this weekend. Is it really upset based on how the season has gone? Is Leeds United beating... Forget that. Forget that. Forget that. Scratchy headline. Virgil van Dijk's home record was broken this weekend. Yeah. by. Somerville. Who's only scored his first goal for Leeds last week. Liverpool lost 2-1 at home. Uh, there was an opener by Jack Harrison due to a terrible back pass by Joe Gomez. Uh, and then Salah equalized. And to be fair, I do think this was a better game for Liverpool. I think they created a lot. But they also allowed Leeds to create a lot. And I think that there is some issues at Liverpool that go beyond... Just injuries and stuff like that. I, I do think that there's currently a mix of styles within the squad that wants to be played. You know? And I think that 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 also comes with the fact that there are players who are aging and just aren't at their physical peaks anymore. And I think that's natural oh. when you consider the intensity that club wants to play with. You know, Fabinho, love the guy though. Can't lie. He's one of my favourite DMs and he will. He doesn't have the legs anymore. Henderson either. Virgil to some extent yeah. as well, even though he's still very much a fantastic player. And when you combine these things with some of the key players also being out of form at the same time, uh, Robbo and Trent in the Saturday season that well, Olo Robbo was pretty good this weekend, and changing the system, forcing your main goal scorer, and one of the highest goal scorers in Premier League history in Mo Salah to play wider to accommodate Nunez. It's so many things going on at the same time that has combined together to have this chaotic season that Liverpool has had. And the thing is, they lost our lead side that unfairly, in my opinion, have been asking for Jesse Marsh to get sacked. Mm-hmm. You know? And they lost. They stay ninth. Um, I believe with United win this weekend, United are now 11 points clear of Liverpool. I'll check that. Uh, while i checking that, though, i tell telling people... What's
0: your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like every every week now, every week now we talk about Liverpool. Looking at this match, I really cannot get no comments on on, on Leeds and say, you know, Leeds play any, any any brilliant type of football to you know to undo a great Liverpool side. This Liverpool side just been just been causing this damage to themselves. Looking at looking at that, they have these new recruits, they have the quality players, but mm-hmm. seem like club trying a new style. But also trying to keep some players in the team, and also trying to keep try, uh, trying to uh, build a, build some style of play around certain players, in order for them to, in order for them to succeed in this in this lineup. It is mm-hmm. a big mess, honestly. You're looking at, you're, if it's just starting from the midfield. You see the midfielder they have. The midfield lose that lose that that rough edge they had. In you know? they, they wasn't mm-hmm. really known for being, for being creative. They just known for breaking up play, getting that ball out wide. You know the wife again when I say oh why I have the wingers as well as the, as well as the full backs there and they, they are the ones that w- w- would create a chance but the midfield knew new their job this new creative midfield that they try with you know with thiago you know, like to thiago well earlier there, down this now being a a new member into into the midfield henderson most of these players in in that in that midfield have not even registered in, what, months yep so so this so this this know, transfer
1: has no assist for the year. Or something, so it has one yeah, since January but, or something like that. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. okay. All, I, all I know all I know is to say the, the last time Thiago had an assist was I think me. Me mm. I, I just know the last time they play they, they play Wolves, I think this was like last season. Yeah. But but yeah, just look just looking at them looking at, at all that, the midfield is not is not creative. Like honest I understand club could do that, we honestly really, is a manager that could get that, but he personally how is not not it. Even going back to going back to this whole personal talk, you have the likes of Darwin Nunes on top. Um, granted, you know, they had the injuries, had the injuries and, and whatnot to, to um, Jota and you know, to, um, to Luis Diaz. But honestly, you can't you can't have the likes of Darwin Nunes, Mo Salah, and Firmino. It just honestly not working together. It, 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 not, it doesn't make any sense. Like you're seeing many times they're trying their best to get to get Darwin involved. When they try to get Darwin involved, Darwin is not living up to, and I, and I don't want to say he's not living up to the expectation because that would be unfair to just He just not, he just not not ready. He honestly is not ready. And you have like so for me and Salah, you now, the two experienced experienced um attackers on top. Both playing, both playing supplier. Mm. Both of them, both of them not not really getting, not really getting in, getting in on the goals when when needed. So it mm. honestly, is just, it honestly oh, seems like a big confusion in the in the Liverpool side. And I don't know if I'm wrong. I know it's easier said than done. Honestly, they have the, the personal. They have the club can just go out and just be like, oh, go back to any type of football he has to play. He can start something new.
1: I, I don't think he can't do He could do that that way. I just, he don't have the personal fit, not of.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's the main thing. Honestly, like, the, the not to show of course it, he had a to go they have to go out and spend in January. They have to the go out and get it has two personal marks that if they want to get it, have this whole new creative creative team, they need to go out and bring in bring in some better some better personal.
1: No, no, it has to change though. It has yeah. to change. Because like No, the thing is going forward, I it's either you change the system or you buy new players. But one way or the other, the way that it is right now, especially with Trent at work And I love Trent. I love Trent. I have defended Trent. Even, like, all the... Like, I think up until this season, Trent has been an above-average defender. I think it was made out to too large of an extent how bad of a defender Trent is. Right? Yeah. But this season, it's terrible, right? And it's because... He, and, and worse, I think, like, one of the biggest shakes with Trent, too, dog, is that when he messes up, it has looked terrible, though. Like, he does look so bad. It has mm-hmm. become very memeable, right? But things has to change it has to change and, and i do think that is, um and like and i know that the underlying numbers this weekend i guess nothing. the forest were really good don't get me wrong they did create a bag nothing on forest so you created a bag on set pieces mostly though is that sustainable yeah if it's you know burnley or brentford or, or something like that uh with all yeah. due respect to those clubs but then this week now yes you did create a lot from open play but then now you are dependent on players who aren't as settled in yet. So all of a sudden start to score because this entire system has changed. Like Darwin. Because like this week, they played something that was more resembling like a 4-4-2 with a diamond in midfield. And mm-hmm. it was working. And now will it work long term? Maybe it can. But I don't think that that makes sense if Trent is in, is in the right back. I don't think that makes sense if your midfield has both Fabinho and Thiago in it. And while I know Thiago does a lot defensively, I think there is a lack of legs there. And this is a Liverpool side that has been built on athleticism. You know? And then you have to watch then where the investment in finance has gone. They spent 80 million on Darwin Nunes. Could they have used that somewhere else? Could they have then instead spent. I'm just talking all out here, right? But could they have instead spent 40 million on Ivan Toni and then spent that other 40 million on getting. Ruben Neveson. Just, just an example. Or or Yuri who's contract was ending. You know? Could you have using funds elsewhere? I mean, look, everybody does always turn to the owners to spend money. I am not uh, up, yeah. above that. You know, we all just want that, right? I'm not saying no. But certain clubs are running certain ways and you have to use your funds properly. And what it has been widely known is that this was club first real signing. Was he wanted Darwin Nunes? And don't get me wrong, I do think Darwin will eventually become a success. I think that there's a lot that he lacks in his game. There's a, like, you know, technical ability and stuff like that. But I think he makes up with in, like, athleticism and shit. He's a really powerful player. You know, like, another day, though, he would score this week here. I guess, Leeds. You know, Mesle actually was my money matchup. I mean, so, while we're talking about Liverpool oh, losing... Yeah. brilliant performance. Yeah, though. <laughs> Don't. He was ridiculously good, though. No. Actually, I like Mezzel and a mm-hmm. Like, I, I think, like, he has some little bozo moments in him. But I think, even, like, with Ramsey, too, I am a lot easier on keepers while they are younger, you know? It has been a position mm-hmm. that tends to evolve over time with keepers that, you know, with maturity, they learn a lot and stuff like that. But I like Mezzel a lot. And I think that, you know, he's only 24 I think, the the upside is there for him, though. You know? Um, you have anything else to... Mm-hmm. No, like, I, I really appreciate you not smiling for this whole thing, because I know you're really enjoying this Liverpool downfall, though. But um, you have anything else you want to say on this before we go to Tottenham or United?
0: Uh, No, I I, I have nothing else to to, to continue with this. <laughs> Wait, all the time I want to comment on I saw I saw a tweet, there's like there's like there's like wow. There's like if you it's like if you there's like if you enjoyed watching Van Dyke lose at home at Anfield once for the week, be prepared for it to happen <laughs> twice. And they showed it they showed it in Napoli game. Cause Napoli is coming off the time of form then.
1: Bro. In Anfield. Oh. Oh. Talk about like really area, though. But, yeah. though, they are so good, Virgil. They're so, so good, dog. You know? And, like, I have a real sore spot nah, for them. always good, have, boy. And I have a sore spot for AC, C two dog. So, like, it really hurts really, though, to see them go against each other. But, bro, they are so good, dog. I, like, this is why, like, I so encourage everybody, Prem fans, dog, mm-hmm. especially, dog. Don't just limit yourself to watching these teams in UCL, lot. Watch them even in their leagues, dog. They are fantastic, dog. Tottenham. Tottenham went to the long of Bournemouth. Came oh, back 3 yeah. 2. Um, through some little errors. Um, I, hey, dog, for what is wood though? Bournemouth goes bro. brilliant, dog. Especially that first one, dog. They literally drove through Tottenham and scored, dog. Um, i going. Oh, for what I said earlier, United are now 12 points ahead of um, Liverpool. So that's a thing. 12 are now. Still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah United at all point ahead of Liverpool no? That is crazy. Oh, wow. I'll show sure you tell a United found out at the start of the season, didn't think there was any title big too big. Hey hey, hey, hey Bobby, you got clip this. You got clip that put on, on TikTok. Man. Um moving on. Tottenham, yes. They are still third. They are five points behind us, three points behind City. But do they do they do they to you? Oh, by the way, that is with them having a game in hand. Well, sorry. We have a game in hand. Both of us, our teams have a game in hand on Tottenham because obviously we both have to play each other still, right? Um that being said, do they even do they feel like to you the third best team in the league right now? Are you content with what has been going on? Do you think that is okay? You know, they come back 3 2. Um it was a mistake did lead to the first one for Sessing Young. It was a set piece for the second one. It was a set piece scramble for the third one for Ben Dekar to play. Then ming son has scored in one Premier League game for this entire season. And that was against mm-hmm. Danny Ward, dog. We all talk about Danny Ward for the season already, right? One yeah. Premier League game so far in 13, Q-Ming Son has scored this season. I think that is a concern. I I mean, I literally get blazed like this whole last week about my opinions and son so look I think he's a good player, I think he has a very elite skill in his ability to finish, but that is letting him down now, and now all of a sudden, all the other fr- fr- frailties, fragil- um, fragilities what even is that, all the other frailties in his game are coming to the fore, you know, he's not an excellent creator, he's not an excellent dribbler, and as a forward, you need to be. He's not extremely like fast or athletic or something like that, so it 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 makes him somewhat limiting. And Bournemouth almost got out of this with at minimum a point. You know, let alone they could have got no three. So you know, Spurs general thoughts, that kind of stuff.
0: Oh yeah, looking at Spurs. at Spurs, Back on that quick. Spurs, Spurs, right now from the beginning of the season, we you know we expected we expected them to be in, in, the, in the top four top four race, honestly. So. Them being with thats is, is none, none too surprising. But right now, the way how Spurs play and the way how they come against the opposition, Spurs really play like they're just trying to keep their head above water, honestly. And they're just trying to hold on to this top four spot. And rightly so, this will be all this will be perfect for them. But looking at looking at all of them, of not that far off, not that far off points wise when they look at the top at the top two. Mm. I really feel right now Spurs' biggest competition. Is the likes to Newcastle and United to hold on, to hold on to top top four, because yeah, with I those agree. teams, I feel, I feel like, I feel like they they're not with them struggling against 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 teams. A lot of teams still look at Spurs as you know a good place to go and for them to pick up pick up some points. Mm. But you're looking at if you look at United and you look at Newcastle, they right now they right now know okay, City, you know City right now we not they they're not going to they're not expecting the the to challenge with City. And if Arsenal, if Arsenal is above that, if us in the conversation, rightly so, they're not it it's already grouped into that. They're looking at that City and Arsenal, City and as, 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 as having their own having their own their own um their battle going on. Mm. So you're looking at teams, teams like Newcastle and United, looking at Spurs now to be like, okay, if for us to be in that, to us to hold on to top four and get a top four, the weakest link is Spurs, and they're going to target Spurs. So mm. right now Spurs' real mission right now is to hold on to that top four, keep on keep yeah, just to hang on to that top four, keep the in 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 Champions League, because honestly, they there's not only just down to the levelers of, level of Spurs. it's just down to Spurs' tactically. When they see Spurs play, Spurs does not play like like they they could challenge for the title. They don't they don't have any tactics that seem like they could hold they could hold them in a in a tighter this long term.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's good to hear yeah. somebody else say them like that I'm thinking Um, Anything else about Spurs? To be honest, I still don't even worry about them again. I mean, though, to be fair, I've never actually been worried about them. It's just I just needed then for like results to actually catch up to how terrible their performances are. But yeah. it is what it is. But, but, I mean, but, but, don't get me wrong. But, they, they have but, some injuries, eh, but yeah. I still don't think that changes that much. You know, like mm-hmm. they really do need Kulusevsky. I will say that. They do really need Kulos. Yeah, that's but, true. I still think that Kulu is a really good player, but he's still so reliant on these players taking their one chance, their one moment, and then also reliant on the opposition not taking their chances. And I think that type of football can never be sustainable. And I've said over and over again, it's not about tiki-taka, it's not about possession, it's not about counter-attacking, it's about pressing. It's not about the style of play. The style of play is irrelevant. The philosophy is irrelevant. It's about whatever your style is, at the elite end of the table, because if you want to be competing for first and, and them kind of thing and champions and stuff like that, you need to come up with a system that maximizes chances for your players to score and minimize chances a opposition getting. Mm-hmm. And they, they ride their luck on both ends with players being clinical. Now, you can't ride your luck with the type of players they've had um, because they are naturally very clinical. But on the other end, though, it's terrible luck. It's terrible um, Manchester United won 1-0 through a Marcus Rashford header against West Ham. Um, I thought it was a meh game. I think West Ham could have done a little better on the day. But Ten Hag is getting results for them. He's getting them going. And I did see, given the results, and, and I do think they're getting closer to the footballer if he wants to play. I, I, I want to make sure and say that. Because what I think Spurs are utterly terrible, between Spurs and Chelsea, they played really well. They did really, really well in terms of playing oh. the philosophy. And I do think that eventually it will come for them to actually get more out of the game in terms of they actually score and more and stuff like that. I think that'll just come eventually when he gets more players, probably more akin to the style of play that he wants. Um, I think there are some minor concerns. Um, I think that there were times that they allowed themselves to be gotten at a little bit and rode their luck a little bit, but they're in a rebuild they are restructuring a club that has never had a, a manager that wants this type of philosophy, this type of football being played. And there will be growing pains. And through that, you would need to ride your luck a little bit in order to, while you're dealing with these growing pains, to still get results. Because I hear the football waits for no one. And I think that when you look again as, at the flux that we are talking about, as you rightfully said, they should be looking at themselves to be getting top four in the season. So, yeah. yeah, he uh-huh. thoughts about the United game.
0: Uh, not so much I, 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 I didn't really get to take a match because when, when United, United play, United, United games really just are a ball to watch, honestly. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> It'd be tough watching them United games.
1: Oh uh, my goodness, imagine having to watch Bruno and Ronaldo in 2022, dog, that is terrible. Yeah boy. This is bad. <laughs> that was terrible. That had a go on TikTok. Go ahead with what you say though.
0: Nah, oh, 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 all I all I have to say is, is right now whatever whatever's been going on going on at United. United have a United have United have objectives for the season. Their hmm. objectives are not really are not really to achieve anything, it's just to not be to not look as bad honestly. The right now they 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 know they have none really they want They they try and achieve it's right now where well, they could just they could they could end the season in a place that would be sustain would be you know would be would be good for them to move forward for them to contain the project. as, as you rightly, rightly said earlier, United is in a rebuild. United are in, in competitions where you know they they might at some point in the latter stages of the season it might put a lot more priority to those other competitions like whether it be europa league or whether it be the other cups rightly so but honestly i'll have to but now i want to comment on comment on as on west ham west ham is a te- team that you want, i want to highlight and say something with west ham i feel like west ham kind of not play into these stands they're accustomed to last season we talked about the reliance on antonio they, were, they got a new strike against kamaka and still when it comes when you look at west ham right now you should look at west ham and say okay die side you know, you're getting goals, looking at Suchek, looking at Bowen, looking at Ben Rama. It looks like the goals right now are coming from West Ham. Like, it's it hard to come by at a West Ham right now. Like, it's difficult. West Ham, West Ham I don't look at some of, them, some of the strikers right now in the league, because it some 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 big strikers come from the league, you
1: know. Don't get me wrong, though. Know? I, I like Skamaka a lot, you know? It's just... I, I actually realized Kamaka though, like I-, I do think that if he probably was at United, he probably would have been doing well right now. Yeah, but yeah. I I just think like I think to some extent, West Ham feel like they've gone stale a lot after these last two really good years under David Moyes, and I I'm not too sure about where this squad going because like you know he signed yeah. Paqueta. um they tried to sign Kostic. and like where exactly do you want to build? But dog, that is okay in you know, the dog. Because you know why? They just right. keep him a boy comfy dog. That is okay. keep him a boy decky rice comfy okay See so next yeah. summer, dog. If we don't sign Declan rice, I will cry. You know, dog, the thing is there's other sixes that coming up that I think are somewhat promising. Like I, I do take I really like Onana from Everton. I like um I really, oh, really yeah, like yeah, um yeah. Dukore from from Palace, though. I, I actually he's really good. But like in terms of, like, you know, where Arsenal are now and where we want to be, you know, I think we are at that stage where Liverpool was right before they signed um, Van Dyke and Alisson, you know, the final pieces to make a side complete. And I, I thought, I think without a shadow of a doubt, I that right stuff. And that is not to on party. I think party is fantastic, but the reality is party has played 54% of available games, of, of games he could have played it because of injury. That's terrible. That's not good enough. You know, watch Case Rogers play for the season? All. Yep. Fabinho has peaked this play all. I think it's the six. I think it's the most difficult position to play in football. I, I, I've i said that for a long time. I think that it is. I think it's why he, the lone six is very difficult to play because you have so much responsibility on you. Declares is never injured. He's phenomenal. He knows the league. The only thing I think he needs to learn a little bit more is how to rotate possession a little bit. And, dog. And he come to Pep Junior, dog. He feel he gotta learn, dog. That sucker, I think. You know? So you see, next mm. summer, dog. Girl, you have a little 80 million, dog. And if you want, well, we can trade a little player here and there, dog. You can get a reason. So you see, he's back up to all the looking for goals. He'll get goals, dog. Hey. And mm. Make me wait, dog.
0: That's what I can say after him, dog. Send him the other way.
1: Dog, it actually like real rip my skull that r- r- he's called and scored, dog. Like, if you can tell somebody, in 20, when was he Emory? Second year, boy. That was what, 2019, 20? Yeah. If you tell me then that, yeah, you dog, know, recently side, score in twice, I, think in that game, I might actually believe in it. Because I remember he was actually coming into the team then, though, But though, we are three years later. I, I actually, I, I mean, though he scored twice there, i obviously happy for him. I'm happy that we win 5 0. But, like, that, that really changed nothing in my mind, body man. The only effort, actually, you know what it changed? It changed dog until we play a side that are really fearful about the Europa League. Don't play Martinelli and Saka was Nelson there. Play Nelson. and do thing, mm-hmm. you think? Know? Yeah. Um, I actually want to touch on Newcastle first you now, dog. Actually, mm-hmm. for that, I want to ask you something, dog. United and, and Chelsea, who do you think more likely to get top four us time? then? That? That's a good question, honestly. Honestly.
0: I had Alice say Chelsea, but Chelsea ever, Chelsea ever have, have a way about them to the, to just to the scrape all them wins away. Mm. And United, and United, are, and you, when it come to United, United have a way about him that that self implode when, when it matters.
1: Hmm. Fair enough. That's
0: about yeah, the point. Good nah, yeah. I feel Chelsea. Um.
1: Good Christ! I don't know how actual podcasters do this. Chelsea. All right. Cool. Not actual podcasters. Not like if we are the most streamed, locally produced con- um, in Trader and Tobago's mm. <coughs> subtle flex. Um, moving on, mm. we we'll talk about La Liga. It was confirmed this week that Barcelona will be coming on to the Europa League. I just want to say, I said that it was going to happen when the, when, the group, when the groups have thrown. Because I think Barcelona overrated itself a little bit. Um, they won one, they'll throw a Lewandowski goal against Valencia this weekend. But... I mean, Xavi said that they're focusing on the league now, right? Um, But it still feels like that in itself is out of their hands to some extent because I still think that Real Madrid are just way better than them, you know? Do you Mm -hmm. think, Virgil, that if they go on to win nothing this season, no Europa League, Champions League don't go on, apparently their finances are so bad that there's a huge implication now Given that they have not reached quarterfinals as Champions League, apparently a big part of the the risk that they took was based on the fact that they thought they'd have made the quarterfinals in Champions League. Do you think it is mm-hmm. possible that Xavi gets sacked?
0: In a in a in a well-run club, in a in a will that make sense. Yes, it's possible that Xavi will get sacked. Well, right now they they know they have Xavi as a as a little insurance policy. That they they know they have a manager that has you know a has you know a relationship with the club mm. if they sack Xavi right now nobody nobody really going, going, going to want to come in It' it's going to be hard for them to get the mm. first the, the first and, and second choice manager they better hope the two choice come in coming and actually you know, overperform. Yeah. But it would it would make sense for Xavi for to, to get sacked but they're going they're going to they're going to hold on to Xavi. It might it might be 50% they had faith in him 50% might be because they're all desperate at this point.
1: Fair enough. Um, Real Madrid drew one all today against. Um, it was I against I,
0: I, I my against my team, my big my big, yeah. my big side. I know that. one. My, my team.
1: We um, had some controversy, and they rule out. Uh, uh, you saw the highlights by chance. Um, nah, I going to see
0: the highlights. You
1: rule out our Rodrigo goal for. What they deemed it as was that he kicked the ball out of the keeper hand. But I don't really think he do anything wrong, per se. So, I think we're a little lucky there. But, I mean, look, as I just said, and I say this with all due respect to the rest of the friends in La Liga, dog, I, I don't think that Madrid really have that much worry about winning the league again this year. I just think they just have much better than the rest of them. And, yeah. Tony Cruz gets sent off for the first semi-career. I fully support that mm-hmm. because I love to see a Nazi get punished as much as possible. And <laughs> um, yeah, though no, I think Real, I think Atletico Madrid also lost yesterday. Yeah, La- Atletico, Atletico drop, Atletico
0: drop points too.
1: Yeah, though no, I just think like with Atletico, it just has gone <clears throat> so stale, bro. Like it's so stale, and I think Simeone is a really good coach. I think he's a world class coach, but I just think it's just time to go, bro. I-, I I just think it's time for them to try something new, you know. Um. Yeah. That is Julia. Really mm-hmm. Um, three of the four Spanish teams that went into the UCL this year will not be progressing to the group stage. If all three go into the Europa League, it's a whole different question right now because Atletico actually could just end up getting out of all European competitions. But San Sevilla as it stands, yeah. I believe, are going to the Europa League. Um I think that says a lot of probably where Lali guys right now it kinda has been for the last few years. Um I've said for a while that I do think that it has become somewhat like what we've seen as the Bundesliga or in the years that Juventus was dominant over the Syria. That there's this one team that's really good, that is world class, that are elite, obviously, because Real Madrid won the Champions League last here. But then after that, the drop off is so big and it's a poor, represent- mm. a poor representation of the league. And yeah, that's just the reality of where it is right now. The thing is, I don't believe anything in football is permanent. And I know there's money involved with, with the Premier League and why the Premier League is there. But I, I think those things are always cyclical. You know, I, I think that it's very much possible that, that we can look at five years and La Liga is back to being a superpower again. Yeah. You know, but just as it stands, very mediocre. Uh, in the mm-hmm. Bundesliga, I just want to say real fast that for those who don't know, despite Bayern winning this weekend, I think it was 6-2, they are not top of the league. That is correct. They are not top of the league. Union mm. are still top of the Bundesliga. By one point, after coming from behind to win 2-1 today against Mönchengladbach. now I reference that a lot on this. Um, I I think all the line numbers really support where your team is at, and if you need things to fix. However, Union Berlin are defying like every single odd possible, though. and like yeah, they tricks are trash, but they are winning. They are winning. Uh, they won <coughs> their striker. Sorry, one player the month. last month and he has been overperforming his XG by like five or some shipments like that at all. And, yeah, they're there. On the other hand, like I said, Bayern won 6-2 uh, this week. However, I mean, no, I think like you would say, I would say that the the favorites are still well within Bayern um, for them to go on 2 the league. And then there's Dortmund, who actually are still third, um, despite like we thinking they've been very mediocre. Actually, I don't know if you've ever watched any other um, Jude Hans post-game interviews, so, but they tend to be really good, though. Like, he's very yeah. fun and honest. And, like, he said, like, he don't think they've been playing well. He said that he think that they, they are of a higher quality. And uh, He said he expects so much more of himself, though. Like, no, I swear to God, if he wasn't Madrid-bound, actually, Virgin, did you see this? Though? After all, they gave me the chap, is he? Apparently, Grealish called after all. was like, yeah, Pep wants to see it inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm no no or, no yeah no
0: on yeah say for 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 no
1: no 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 i rather he just don't come back any problem because no one mm-hmm. can happen, right he can him turn him into good i am not able i'm not able i a good I'm, I'm real. i don't deserve that you can't do your friend that i don't deserve that we're going see we're going to see See, we was going nah,
0: see. I mean, hey, as much as I know it's like something the likes of Madrid and they like a Liverpool and see like sniffing around him and honestly, I feel like you know his style, his style would suit those suit those teams. If we if 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 Peppers is to, to snatch up, snatch up Bellingham, that honestly had a good one. to be a very unfair transfer at that point. If that's to happen. The, I honestly see there is no way. There's no way they could allow the, the season to continue with having Oren, Haaland, and you have Bernhaven this side. And you had the Bronx still there. And you have Roger to, to the show of the midfield. Hmm. Shut
1: up, dog. That's very unnecessary, dog. Yeah, you know what, dog? I don't mind if all the game. As long as we really get decky, dog. Let's get decky. I have paid it up. Dog, dog mm-hmm. with Declan, we set for the next like 10 years in the dog. Like Declan, yeah, sure, yeah. Odegaard, Xhaka for like three more years. And then, I don't know though, I'm saying, I don't know. Fede Valverde I don't know why
0: I don't say Valverde. It's the company problem I can see him going go and ask. I don't
1: know. Yeah, oh, I would love that though. But the thing is, Madrid doesn't like women until they want to get rid of them though. Like as much as no yeah. are doing decent right now. And, and Ferran has been decent as well. But though, I mean, they have not touched their Real Madrid level since so they've gone. Serie A, Before we get into the individual teams, the table is, as it stands, Napoli are five points clear at the top yep. of the table. Out of a possible 36 points this season, they have 32. They are yeah. undefeated because they only drop points twice in two draws, which is their only draws in all competitions. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is second to 27. ACR third with 26. Lazio are fourth to 24. Then you have Inter with 24 as well behind a goal of fronts, and then you have Roma on 22. You know those are quality six spots that are going to European football. Was the yep. one club I didn't call Virgil? Yeah, somebody boys, Juventus, and we love to see it. Doug. We I would love, love to see, see that. Oh yes, going into there now. Cavara got two assists and a goal. My boy Victor got a hat trick. I pray for mm-hmm. Alta, is good in football, that he does not go to Chelsea United, dog, because I will cry, because he's elitely good. In fact, dog, you know, if you leave there, dog, just come out, go, go, like, go Bayern or something, dog, you know? Just don't come in my head, dog, because yeah. he's so good, okay. dog. Juve actually did win 1-0 this weekend, though. despite not actually pushing them high up in the table. The left wing back, who has broken out the season for goal, he has scored an Inter 1-3 0 this weekend. However, I think the more interesting thing this weekend is the fact that AC Milan lost two-one this weekend to Torino. I believe it was, yeah, Torino. Yeah, Torino. And what was it on that one, Virgil? Because it was 2 0 down at a point too.
0: Uh well, well, looking at looking at not not just not just the the not just the Milan game, honestly. Just looking at just looking at. The, the the league and the title race on our whole honestly i don't see'm I, I, I see glad, see glad milan milan won milan won last season they you know they 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 got out of the way because this season it really it really it really is tough at the, at the top there no there's not side not side looking like a looking like a trade even if milan was to, was to win this game i still feel like it's not side is it, it's difficult to slow them down honestly Look, it's going back to the Milan game. Yeah, it had, it, had, it had moments in that game where, where Milan were very, you know, they they honestly they didn't take the chances. They, Milan was very, very subpar. Very subpar going, going, into, that, going into that game. Mm. But you know, it's still it's still early, it's still early in the season. I'll I'll look at it, the, the top three sides right now. I'll look at them and say, like, you know, they are the ones right now that that are playing the best football, honestly. Yeah, right now, yeah, lads, you're lots of fourth bonus. I feel like that fourth, that fourth was temporary, that they hold a temporary for like the likes of, likes of whether it be Roma or Inter. They, those the two right now will be battling out for that top four. I can I see Milan, I can't see Milan, or I can't see Milan or Atalanta slip it outside the top three, top three. Anytime yeah. soon, I so anytime yeah. soon. I don't yeah. know how, how things might be after World Cup. Mm. Uh, I don't know how, how things might be over there. But honestly. I enjoy it I like to see it because what what what, what, I, what I like to see what I like to see is it's just so it's just so refreshing to see the competition that's going on in the league mm. a lot of players know that a lot of players who 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 playing right now because we we talk about Inter right now we talk about teams and that umbrella having honestly brother right now. we're seeing all these players right now playing the football playing and many of them doing it and none of them none and 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 none them it doesn't seem like it's going to be inevitable, inevitable that they're going to end up at Juventus. Because right now, we've seen Juventus right now struggling. And we've seen all these, mm. other, all these other Italian giants right now with respective talents showing it. And right now, we make the league looking, looking really entertaining, entertaining to watch. But right now, don't get me wrong. Inter right now is still a good, a good watch. Rumors still a good, a good watch. But hmm, I really feel, I really don't know what could turn to, 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 to slow Napoli down
1: right now. Yeah, it's crazy, man. thing is the Napoli is like, I think Spalletti has built a squad really in his own image. No, don't get me wrong, I think it was really unfair when Gattuso got sacked there. I think, actually, Gattuso is a pretty good coach. Though. Like, I don't think he, like, he's elite or anything like that or world class, but I think he's a really good coach and I think probably with time, he could develop into that. But what Spalletti has done is fantastic. It's nothing short of fantastic. And I, I have maintained that what they've done over this window is not a small feat because they replaced the club captain. They replaced the vice captain, both of whom have spent nearly 10 years there in Koulibaly and and Lorenzo Insigne. They replaced Dries Mertens. They lost Fabian. There's four senior men in the club that are now gone. And Zelensky has stepped up. Sam Wanguisa was brought from a relegated Fulham and is one of the best midfielders in Europe this season. Cavara stepped up in Lorenzo's absence. Osimen. Now seems a little bit more free of his injuries. But even when he was injured, Simeone, Diego Simeone's son, has been stepping up, a signing from Verona. Yeah. And Kim, who they signed at a Korean centre-back from Fenerbahce, has slotted in seamlessly to replace Bali, And they've maintained this defensive solidarity they had last year under Spalletti, and now... They are doing it to the point that they are winning in the league. At this moment, they are winning the league. They are top of the UCL group. In a group that is not easy. You know, and know Rangers didn't really put a bunch of, much of fight. But we know Ajax is not a another an easy test. Liverpool is not an easy test. And they've made light hook of it. And I that's why, you know, I it had this tweet the other day about ranking the top five leagues right now. I had serious second. I had serious second. I think the quality is there. I think the quality is showing. I do think that AC Milan would have... And they are third in the league right now. But I do think AC Milan would have put on a way better game against Chelsea if they didn't have that much players missing. Yeah, that's true. And lastly, in Liga, PSG, they won 4-3. Uh, it was a real back-and-forth game. But the quality that was on display from PSG, especially going forward, was phenomenal. Did you see the run Neymar made that Mbappe didn't, didn't score? Oh, no, that one. Oh, Mbappe, that Mbappe, one, Mbappe, oh, oh, the, oh yeah. Sorry. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know what I feel sorry for him for, boy, Is that I do think that if PSU win the UCL, I think Mbappe... Sorry, not Mbappe. I think Messi will win the ballon, d'Or. Right? What mm-hmm. I think is unfortunate for Neymar though, is that he has hit back his elite, like beyond world class, elite level form at the same time, Messi gets back for him. You know? We yeah, can I mean, only so keep Messi out for so long, I know. But Messi's goal was fantastic. His assist was fantastic. He's racking them numbers every single game again. And PSG do look a lot more like a unit. I, I, I Let me say something, Virgil. I do think that a lot of the things that we hear about Mbappe, I don't necessarily think it's true. Like, I, not that there isn't truth in it, but I think some of it is exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would like to think that he sees what can be going on here, that what they could do, what they could make themselves as as this powerhouse at PSG, and he's not this big cry baby that everybody make him out to be. You know? Do you think they are actually content? So many you say. Let's not just on paper, but like actually playing.
0: Yeah, they are. They are because you know, looking at honestly, looking at looking at this game, this game. They, you would highlight a lot of weaknesses, but we know that when, when the Champions League lights come on, you know, some teams are are, are, are different. There's some teams who might perform all in the league and then go on to, to reach the, the, the final stages of, of Champions League. But yeah, from the spirit side, you're seeing the front tree. Yeah, the front tree, you know, they have that chemistry, honestly. You're seeing, seeing Messi right now. Messi just pulling out just magic out on the way. Neymar, honestly... As I just I just say rightly so you know Neymar Neymar looking catching amazing form same time Messi catching form Neymar right Neymar right now put on Neymar put on a, a, a put on a show to be in that top three I if he continues honestly and you could you could see if they go on to win Champions League you could see you know the top three in bar come from like two out, two or so the, the the front three at PSG right now mm. so they it would be difficult in new because I still find there are a lot of you know issues defensively I feel like you know there are some times where you know PSG kind of like you know lapsed they, they they don't know how to like see out see out in games
1: mm.
0: yeah and, and and just from this game you you saw you saw that you know it it it, it took you know what it took for them to to come out this game you know four three i mean i i say i just, uh, I, but as I said earlier you know when, when it's Champions League time, you know some teams some teams can perform differently, and yeah, uh, I, like, I feel like PSG right now. If they get if they get a the lucky draw with them,
1: they could well, go all the way in Champions who's League. He, who's the hardest second place like, team they could draw? Would be Inter, yeah. possibly whoever come out of the Spurs group, um, mm-hmm. Liverpool, Dortmund. Those are the hardest teams they could pull up right now, and. I think was a key thing for PSG would be, uh, while I do think they have some better depth this year, I think it's keeping the specific eleven fit, which is Donnarumma in goal. Oh, yeah. Um, Ramos, Marquinhos, Kimpembe starting. Um, Olo Mokele could do a decent job. Uh, Hakimi at right-wing back, Ferrati and Vettinha in the 2 midfield, Nuno Mendes, and in the front three. Once they can keep those yeah. five players fit, I think they can't do it. And I don't think they'll just do it. I think that they will blow teams away, though. I think they can blow teams away. That's so, true
0: because yeah, yeah, because yeah. looking back at last season, we saw how how. I mean, it, it was just it was just we did not we don't know what 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 um what supernatural supernatural effect was going on with Madrid at, at that mm. time for them to knock PSG out. Mm. But you see, if but but that aside, you see if PSG as I say play the way they play right now they're playing way better, way better, a higher at a much higher level than they did last season. If they have to, if they have to go, go back and go back into to, to a big boy like Madrid or the other big boys they, they will they will co- cause a problem honestly. And as I as I say, right now, the first the first the first hurdle will be round of 16. They're not going to get they're, they're difficult to find a, a difficult opposition against them. And then going yeah. on to this, the, the other the other we will going on to quarters and semis. That front that front not going to, to, to terrorize anybody.
1: Yeah. Guys, we have World Cup coming up soon. I have no idea what we're going to do yet in terms of like content leading up to it and enjoying it. Um, You know, we might, are we going to do the pod? Yeah, maybe. Or we might do some lives. I don't know. We'll do something, you know, with us. We'll yeah, do we're something. we're doing something. For and we will have our World Cup final show. We will have giveaways. We'll be vibes. It'll be fun. Just like last time for the UCL final. When we have details of that, we'll let you guys know. I hope Virgil will be here. But we will see. Thank you guys always. Love you guys so much. Like, I I generally don't think you all know, like, from the bottom of my heart how much this means to me and this means to us and what we do here. I think that every single person that listens to this, so, like, you know, like, we average about, like, 30 to 40 listeners a week, right? And I know that's not much in the grand scheme of things, right? Um, but every single one of you all mean a lot to us. Every single one of you all mean a lot to us. If I could imagine thirty, forty 40 people sitting there and listening to us, that's basically like a classroom, dog. That's a lot of people, you know? And we'll get to heights, up. I don't worry about that. But I do consider every single thing we do here, one corner flag. All 20-something of us on this team. It is a privilege. It is genuinely, genuinely a privilege. And we love you all. We really, really love you all. So, yeah. Catch you guys next time. See you soon. Take it easy. Thank you.